I'm Marvin. I'm Burr. And this is the Balboa Horizons podcast. Today we have Burr Cook here, who's our executive director of Balboa Horizons. Correct. And Burr, let me ask you, Balboa Horizons is recognized as one of the most successful treatment programs in the country. What do you attribute to that success? Well, Marvin, uh, everything starts with uh, screening and assessment of the clients that, that come into Balboa. We want to make sure that any client coming into Balboa is going to be able to get their clinical needs met and uh, be able to uh, be in treatment for an appropriate length of time. We want to make sure that, that the programs match to the client. But, but the bigger picture is the staff at Balboa. Uh, when you get uh, a clinically sophisticated staff, compassionate and caring and willing to go the extra mile and, and be in it for the long haul with, with clients that have so many challenges going on, it makes all the difference in the world. So, so that screening, assessment, getting the clients in here, meeting their clinical needs and keeping them in treatment for an appropriate length of time, particularly with the young adults that we see. That long-term treatment model is, is proven to be the most successful. So why, why is that? You know, why longer-term treatment? Why do you think that modality is necessary for young adults? Okay, well, addiction is a chronic disease and, and oftentimes with uh, anybody coming into treatment, we're seeing uh, a family history of addiction, lots of challenges, co-occurring disorders, anxiety, depression, bipolar, trauma, certainly. So these things, uh, they, they can't be addressed in 30 days. Uh, many of our clients, particularly clients that are um, coming in with an opiate addiction, uh, they're still having post-acute withdrawal symptoms for quite a while and, and, and withdrawal symptoms for weeks. So that, that 30 day model is just, we, you know, we threw that out the window a long time ago. The other thing is, is with young adults in particular, you have to address the lifestyle issues. It takes time, you know, when you take away somebody's primary coping mechanism, it takes time to replace those coping mechanisms and also uh, to get clients to start utilizing these alternative stress reducing uh, therapies that 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 we uh, promote here. So let's talk about some of those, you know, those stress-reducing activities that we do. Sure. Well, and and you know, in addition to cognitive behavioral therapy and, and dialectical behavior th therapy, uh, teaching clients to to emotionally regulate and manage stress, we use gong meditation here music therapy here. Music has such an incredible healing power. We've got a, a uh, mindfulness program and a lot of the experiential therapies we, we do are mindfulness, but we've got a mindfulness-based surf program that there's just so many ways that that's productive in, in uh, reaching clients and, and using the metaphors around that therapy to address specific issues that clients have, particularly when it comes to barriers to getting better. Mm. Um, we've got Tai Chi, yoga, um, lots, of, lots of things to some people seem like fluff, but actually what we're trying to do is teach clients to manage their stress without, without chemicals. And uh, relapse, a big part of relapse prevention is, you know, it's, it's stress management, yeah. uh, you know, uh, in, in many ways. So. So uh, that's, that's an important part. Again, addressing the lifestyle. We, you know, we're really good at building community here and we want the clients that leave Balboa, our alumni, to, 
to be in a healthy community when they leave, living a healthy lifestyle that fosters a change, that fosters transformation, and and, you know, that takes a while. Absolutely, and you know, in the admissions department, we get calls all the time that, you know, they're not just gonna go to a resort, are they? You know, coming into Balboa Horizons, because a lot of times it kind of sounds like that. Yeah, (laughs) I, you know, that, you know, I, I, especially when you know parents have been through the ring, or or spouses uh, and siblings and so forth have been through the ring with somebody. The last thing they want to think of is that their loved one is you know sitting on a chase lounge in the sun at the beach while they're slaving away paying for treatment. The clients here do a lot of work, yeah. and and but you know with young adults, some of that work is learning how to have fun and sobriety. I've yet to meet a twenty-year-old that doesn't think that life is over when they give up drugs and alcohol, when the reality is, of course, that life is just beginning. And, and uh, you know, having fun in recovery, particularly for young people, I think, is an essential component. And we do a pretty good job of, of uh, helping our clients uh, have fun and, and uh, learning how to socialize and recreate in a healthy way. Well, let's talk about that recreation. You know, we have that surf therapy program that you were talking about earlier. I, I actually did that today with the guys. Uh, you also do it with the girls on Friday. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, they got all kinds of fears, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Any, you know, most addicts that we work with, um, and again, with the young adults, you know, uh, stepping outside of your comfort zone is very challenging for them. So, so that's one thing we want them to do is, is step outside of that comfort zone, expand their horizons, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually. To do that, uh, they're going to have to overcome some fears. We help them do that. And, you know, I had said earlier, there are a lot of metaphors in uh, something like a surf therapy, dealing with higher power learning how to go with uh, resistance, learning how to be in the moment with your surroundings. And that's an excellent place to do it. You know, you're out there on the ocean, it's all powerful. <laughs> and yet you're, you're at one with it. Your body's learning to balance out there just naturally on the board. Uh, you're, you're helped to, to kind of push yourself to do more than you intended to do. And, you know, I always, you know, when we're out there and and the clients are learning how to surf and they're standing up and they get tired, we always try to make them get one more wave, you know, which is a great metaphor for what we do in recovery. We have to go the extra mile in recovery. We have Mm -hmm. to be willing to do more than we want to in recovery to achieve the successes. You know, any addict coming into treatment, their world has gotten so small. They've been isolated. You know, what we want to do is, is broaden their world and show them that this is a beautiful world to live in and they could live at one with it. And, and the, the ocean therapy that we do is a great way to do it. Totally, I agree. Uh, so in speaking, you know, the, the complete care package that we offer, you know, how important is aftercare to someone, you know, who's successfully completed treatment? Well, you know, addiction's a disease. And like any disease, I I don't care if it's diabetes or or heart disease or, you know, any disease out there, if you're following your treatment plan, you're going to be fairly successful. And, And that's what we teach here. The aftercare plan for anybody leaving treatment, it's everything. To that end, a lot of the things that we want our clients to do in an aftercare setting once they've left treatment, we have them doing it in treatment so that it's not foreign for them. 
if somebody's get, getting ready to walk out the door and we say, here's five, six things that you're going to need to do uh, to be successful, uh, and they've never done it, we have less a chance of, of them actually ever doing it. And so we have them doing some of those things, a peer support group, uh, therapy, using some of the stress reducing techniques that we utilize here. They're doing it here and we want them to carry that on in their treatment plan. And, and what's good for the client, of course, that we're working with, uh, you know, I always want to include the family. It's essential that the family has an aftercare plan too. Uh, this is this is new ground, you know. Uh, families have learned how to navigate that chaotic, uh, tension-filled life with an addict, uh, but living uh, in recovery is new to them, and so we want to have an aftercare plan for the families as well. Yeah. Uh, this is where, you know, that parallel recovery that we advocate for is where we're going to see the most positive outcomes. Well, that's just so great, Burr. I want to thank you for coming out today and talking with us about the program and the success rates that we have. That's all we have for you guys today, folks. Uh, join in next week. I'm Marvin. I'm Burr. And that's the Balboa Horizons podcast.